Hello, hello, this is Jonathan and you're listening to the Johnny Talks Podcast, the place where we help you achieve your financial goals. Hola amigos, hope you're having a great day wherever you are, whether that's in Cancun, Paris or Minneapolis. And if you're a new listener to the show, special warm welcome to you. Thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And if you're a returning listener, of course, welcome back. I really appreciate it as well. In today's episode, we will speak to my buddy Kate from the rock band Throw the Fight. The fun thing with Kate is that I met him pretty much randomly on a holiday trip in Thailand six years ago. And actually, I had no clue he was playing in a band. It's kind of odd uh, since my main hobby next to this uh, blog podcast is basically playing the guitar. Anyway, we kept in touch through Facebook, and as time went by, I saw he was starting to post more and more about his band, the concert they were doing, the album Transmissions that was released on Spotify, and there were even video clips, and I thought to myself, wow, the guy must have left his job and uh, really gone for it, gone for his dreams. And end of last year, I even saw that uh, Kate also started his solo project, Kate Katz, and I thought it would be great to bring you his story on the podcast. So, well, as you will hear in this interview, Cade has not left the workforce just yet, but his musical career has definitely grown tremendously in the last years. We will discuss and present both Throw the Fight and the Kate Katz project, and then we will dive deep into how he manages his time between the day job, the band, and his solo project. And Cade will also take us backstage, so to speak, to reveal what happens behind the curtain at Throw the Fight, their take on the sex, drugs, and rock and roll lifestyle, and we will discuss as well how to grow today as an independent artist. This episode is for you if first and foremost you're a fan of Kate's music, solo project or throw the fight, but it is as well for you if you're serious about growing your side activity as a business. And before we head on with the interview, just want to tell you that you might want to stay until the end of the show and might have a little surprise in store for you, especially for you, Kate. Anyway, without further ado, let's hear the interview. Hello, Cade. How are you doing today? Very well, man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Nice to speak to you. And uh, for the listeners, so um, we today we're having Cade uh, Castlitz from Throw the Fight, and he also has his own rock band uh, solo project, Cade Casts. And uh, we actually met in person uh, five years ago in Thailand on a just on a trip, like uh, not related to podcasts or anything, just randomly. And we right. met uh, in Rayleigh Beach, and it was great. And then we kept in touch. Yes, yeah, which is phenomenal. You know, I, I I love our story. To be honest, it's it's phenomenal. It's just great. You know, you're traveling the world, and you run into, uh, you know, somebody on the other side of the world, and then you just remain in content. You know, it's uh, the beauty of the internet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we kept in touch through uh, Facebook and then, and suddenly I see that uh, Cade, uh, actually he plays in a band. It's like, oh, wow. But we didn't speak about that in Thailand. I mean, I, I remember we spoke about holidays and things and US and blah, blah, and, and more stuff. But then it was, uh, yeah, then, okay. So Cade is in a band. Okay, cool. <laughs> and suddenly, and suddenly two years later, hey, the album uh, Transmission is out and I listen to it and I love it. Yeah, thank you. So how do would you define your style? I mean, it's kind of rock. It's kind of like Papa Roach, but yeah, oh, that's so funny you say that because so many people ask and you know, pretty much every member we just say we're a hard rock band. You know, we're a rock band. You know, we 
we write rock music, um, but then everyone wants a comparison. And the funny thing is, is I use Papa Roach every time. I say, Papa Roach, they're a huge influence on us. Um, but I mean, if you're going to compare it, you know, it's, I would say we're very similar to, to Papa Roach. And then uh, some of the newer stuff is a little more um, a lot heavier on production and stuff like that. So I, you know, just to name somebody who people kind of all know, you say Lincoln Park, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. And it, both of those, usually people have a pretty good idea of whether they want to check you out or not and what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll leave a link to, to your Spotify account in the show notes so people can listen to it, of course. So uh, no worries about that. And then the thing is, yeah, so uh, Cade, um, I know when we met, uh, you were uh, yeah, you were in a job. I thought you were actually a full-time, um, I mean, musician, but apparently yeah. you're still working, actually. So how does that work? Um, very strategically. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... Uh, you know, I have a pretty in-depth calendar. Um, I have, you know, weekly, monthly routines based on, you know, putting, um, my, my real job in, you know, Monday through Friday, um, and block out the hours of that, but then also making sure that I'm devoting, uh, a lot of time towards throw the fight, obviously, um, whether that's recording, you know, anything from interviews, uh, to, to shows, um, and band rehearsal, um, filming music videos. And also with my new solo project, Kid Cats is, you know, spending time in, in the studio, um, creating, recording and doing all that. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, creating a, a calendar, a routine and sticking to it, you know, and, and grinding it every week and, um, making margin, Marginal gains, as I as I call it, so which compound in the which compound over time, huh? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it was very uh, because I, I was very surprised because I saw the videos on YouTube. The I mean, like video clips, and then you have also your own merchandise that you sell, like the T-shirts and everything. So I yeah. thought, okay, he's full time busy with that. So that's that's great. Yeah, it uh, you know, it's funny because actually I have family members and pretty close friends that message me or they don't realize, you know, I have a day job or uh, some of the other members. And it's like, let's be honest, I'm not going to be on social media posts and what, what I'm doing for a real job, although it's great. You know, um, I'm in aftermarket sales for automotive and it's mm-hmm. fantastic. But, you know, that's not glitz and glamour, you know. <laughs> And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to move the needle on, you know, my passion and my dream. So it's, it's definitely more, um, music based and music driven. So, um, and building that fan base and, um, keeping it and, and growing it, you know, mm-hmm. and about your, uh, about the band, because you, okay, we met five years ago and I think you just kind of joined the band if, if that's correct. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, so the band throw the fight has actually been around for about 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some pretty good stories with this. So, uh, I moved to Minneapolis, uh, I want to say like 2003, 2004, and I had a current band then and we played with throw the fight pretty often. And it came to a point where they were looking for a guitarist and I was like, Oh man, I'm, I'm going to try out and I'm mm-hmm. willing to 
my other band. And so I went to rehearsals and learned a couple songs. And the the members at that time um, aren't. There's only one for like current member that's you know been in the band since the jump. So um, and that's Ryan. But so at that time they're like, yeah, you're great, but your style's too punk rock. So didn't get the gig right. Mm-hmm. Uh, fast forward few years later they're getting some opportunities with tours and recording and they reach out to me and they're like hey you know we obviously they've seen my other projects and my songwriting ability and stuff like that and like we, we'd love to bring you on board but you got to play bass and I was not a fan of that you know I play guitar played guitar since I was seven I don't want to bass you know and then fast forward a couple years after that, Ryan Bowser, the you know original member, um, he's like, "Hey, dude, you know we're gonna write a new record. We want you on it. Obviously, um, you can have be a part of writing the songs, um, but you have to play bass. And at this point, these guys were all my best friends, um, you know, years ago, and uh, member changes and stuff like that. And it's like it was like a super group of my best friends." And at that point, I was just like, you know what? I'll play bass. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. And I still get to go into the studio and track guitar and um, get my art out. So let's do it. And from then, you know, I was playing bass and, and singing backups and all that. And it was uh, a great gig, you know. And then as of recent, uh, we moved on from our uh, our singer and it was a pretty easy transition and decision as far as, hey, you know, I'm, I'm more in the forefront of the band. People are used to me. Um, I sang before and sing on transmissions. So let's just have me be the front man. And, you know, a few months back, uh, we made the made the change in the announcement. And I tell you what, we have never been so excited and just ready to to kill it you know (laughs) yeah it's it's awesome and we're so driven um and passionate about it like we've never been before so it's it's a fantastic uh fantastic thing you know Mm -hmm. and i listen to i am uh, i am still a big fan of uh transmissions yeah and i listen as well to the single uh, my disaster which uh, just was released in uh November, December. And uh, yeah, I really like it too. I mean, I like the rhythmics. I like your voice. It's, it was great to, to hear you sing as well. So that that's awesome, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it's, you know, my heart and soul is in transmissions, you know. Um, it, there's a couple songs on there that mean a lot to me. One is Passing Ships. Mm-hmm. It's one of our biggest stream song. And, you know, collectively co-writing you know, that, that album had good success, uh, Bury Me Alive. One of the uh, lead singles had uh, radio success on Sirius XM radio here, um, you know, media-based radio. Um, we released a music video that reached out and touched a bunch of people. And so, yeah, it had um, it had great success. And you can't beat that. You know, you need your music needs to connect with people. And that album definitely did. So, uh, um, and now moving forward with, with me taking on the new role, um, where we released my disaster November 1st to give people a taste of, 
you know, a, a little bit of the newer sound and my voice. Um, and then we've got another single, um, probably after this airs, it will come out December 13th, which is another single that neither one of these will be on the our our full album, which will be out like spring of 2020. So, um, you know, we're definitely giving people a taste and a look of what's to come. And I tell you what, man, the, the response has been overwhelming. So, you know, it's a pretty ballsy move to be like, <laughs> hey, uh, this guy who's been singing for X amount of years is no longer doing that. And, you know, people can change guitarists and drummers and all that. But, you know, let's be honest, the, the lead singer is, you know, crucial. Absolutely. Most people, when you see the band, you, you think of the singer. Huh? So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, for us to get the response that we have um, is it's so exciting and just makes it you know, more exciting for us and motivated for sure. So it, it's awesome. Awesome. Very cool, Cade. Uh, 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 no, I, re I really enjoy your story. And Cade, uh, because, okay, you know, the, the image we have of... Um, of a rock band or, you know, like it's a bunch of buddies. Okay. They play in the garage. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they may be, uh, you know, it's a side business or side hustle. Yeah. It's a side or passion and people record. Okay. They, maybe they go into production and then they play in bars or at events at some festivals here and there. But you, yeah. I mean, it, it, how did that go for you? Because now you, you play, re, you, you have your own concerts and everything. So it's not, uh, it's not the band from Minneapolis. Yeah. Yeah. There's a up and coming band. It's, How, how is the journey going for, how is it go? The journey is amazing and it just keeps getting better. You know, um, we're like a fine wine. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Just in that the other day, you know, the old, we get older, our music gets better and, you know, things just keep, uh, it's a gradual climb, which I'm okay with, mm -hmm. uh, instead of just a one hit wonder. But, um, you know, like you said, you, you tell somebody you're in a band or they hear you're in a band and they, the assumption is, you know, you get together with your buddies and you practice in, you know, some dude's basement and, or garage. And then you go out and play a local pub or something like that of you know, some Ed Sheeran covers or something. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, and that's it. But, um, you know, for us, it's, uh, it's a business and, you know, you, you touched on merchandise. So, we, we print all of our print and design, all of our merch in house, um, We have a company that helps us, obviously, with that. But, you know, we have 100% control of our merchandise, which is very hard to do in this industry because if you're signed or um, anything along those lines, they want they want a piece of your the whole pie, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, so for us, you know, we get 100% of our merch. Um, we are signed or we recently just signed a new contract. Um But it's phenomenal. You know, we get a percentage of streams and downloads from the jump um, where most record deals, I mean, they got your hands tied and you're not getting or seeing any money from your records for five to 10 years. Um, and we've gotten those offers, but it's just really tough to swallow that. We're, in, you know, we're, we're the ones doing the blood, sweat and tears and releasing this stuff. And um, the more you can control of the business and the better and you know we we make our own decisions and everything like that so we're very fortunate with that and you just continuing to build that that foundation 
and um, make consistent revenue, you know, just like any business. Yeah, it's actually an additional, I mean, the merch is an additional stream of income. Absolutely. To, to speak more in personal finance terms. And then, yeah, it's great. So you're, uh, you're banned. You, you have the, the, the downloads, the, the merch. So it's two streams yeah. of incomes. That, that's great. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, um, with the new climate of this industry with streaming, you know, we still sell hard copies at shows of, of our CDs, right? Mm -hmm. um, which people grab them, you know, there's still something that's nostalgic about the product, you know, and, and holding on to it and seeing the art and all that stuff. And I hope that never goes away. Mm -hmm. But um, on the other hand, like, if you're not playing, people aren't buying that actual hard copy. And, you know, it's, it's, just, it's a streaming world now. Um, and, you know, we're lucky enough that we have consistent monthly listeners and it's been growing um one thing that i love is you know spotify puts out your yearly numbers based on you know who you listen to who your number one artist was and mm -hmm. fascinating and um you know for us we just got our numbers from 2018 to now and our monthly listeners or excuse me um streams of 2018 was five million Um, and we just got 2019s and it jumped up to 8.1 million. Oh, awesome. 3 million in a year. And, you know, um, people can love and hate the, the streaming world. Um, but, you know, we learned early on is if somebody downloads your song or purchases it on Apple Music or iTunes, um, that's a one-time purchase, right? Mm -hmm. So. 99 cents a buck 29 streaming is constant revenue so every time somebody listens to that song maybe you know it might be pennies on the dollar but the more people listen to it over and over and over it's just like accumulating and building and for us you know since we have been around and we have multiple records we have a catalog that people can go back to and the more they listen to that obviously builds, you know, our, our listening, um, audience, but mm -hmm. then also, uh, our revenue, what we get every month. So, um, I think it's a positive. And again, I'm speaking on behalf of us because we are pretty independent band. So we get to see more of that than, than other artists out there. And I feel like if we can maintain this independence, as long as we can and, yeah, sure. uh, you know, two or more next year, um, it, it, the, you know, it's just going to go up and mm -hmm. the, uh, the amount of people that listen to Spotify and pay monthly on Spotify, uh, we just got the numbers yesterday and it's, it's grown like 31% of paid subscribers versus last year. And it's almost to the point where these other streaming platforms are going to be extinct or just very, they're not going to hit the radar like Spotify, you know, they do a great job. So, um, you know, we, we definitely look at those numbers and based on that, it's, it's huge. So, and once in a while, you know, you get, you land a playlist and that boosts your plays and build your audience. And, um, that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And, and what about the other uh, band members? 
do they also have their day job or do they uh, are they full time uh, working on the band and all the and uh, i don't know boosting your marketing so to speak yeah so um yeah every member of the band um has a real job so ryan who's the founding member um he's kind of the business behind a lot of the band you know he's always um he does a lot of the behind the scenes stuff you know um i do more of the social media stuff so um response to that um but ryan's uh, like uh he does a lot of freelance as far as um doing websites um chris who's our our guitarist um he's a psychiatrist so um like a big boy job yeah <laughs> and um and then jeff who's actually ryan's brother he is a uh, fitness trainer um more part-time now but he has a clothing company called iron and ink fitness and it's uh like a streetwear uh, apparel brand and he kills it with that and so you know he kind of He's got um, the band and then the clothing line. So he's, you know, he's living the dream as far as the rest of us. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, but again, it's he's he's constantly putting out product and building his his brand, you know, and and seeing what works, what doesn't. And uh, the nice thing, too, is with the clothing line and our our band is it kind of ties in with, you know, tattoos and music and fitness and just kind of that whole um, that package. So they complement each other really well. So, um, yeah, and like I said, for me, I'm a outside sales rep for aftermarket automotive industry. So, um, and yeah, I mean, but again, you know, we, we make the band a priority all the time and it takes work, you know, it's, it's a job and, Um, it's a business and we're constantly always thinking of the next step and the next release and the next video. And, you know, you, you sit down with a calendar and there's 12 months, right? Yeah. That's up pretty damn fast, especially with this industry and having a plan of attack, you know, our, we have a lot of things still, um, in the open for 2020, but, you know, we're booking shows out into August and, um, you know, an album and all those things. And before you know it, we're smack dab back in uh, December, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and trying to think of the next deal, you know? Yeah, sure. And you, you mentioned, um, earlier on routines and because you have, I mean, and you all have a uh, side jobs, I mean, yeah. your regular job and this, and the, and, and the band. So you mentioned the routines. So I like uh, routines and habits. I like to discuss those things. And do you have any specific tips or any specific things that you do? As far as the band routine? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we always try to schedule. Um, well, we just started rehearsing the last month. Um, you know, we've been in the studio uh, writing and recording for these new singles and then also our full length album that'll come out next year. And, you know, making sure that primarily it's been a lot of me because with the singing and writing, um, I'm in the studio, you know, a couple times a week, um, whether it's fine tuning something. Um, but on the other hand, you know, we're, we're scheduling rehearsals now and making time for that. 
we all also will schedule conference calls, whether it's with um, each member or with our booking agent or management. Um, so there's always <clears throat> scheduling as far as that goes. Also, um, keeping in mind, we we have real lives and we share a calendar. So blocking off dates and then, you know, now that we're shopping for, for tours, we're pitching tours and um, one-off shows and stuff like that is um, – you know, just communicating what we can and can't do and what works. Um, but yeah, a lot of it just comes down to making sure everyone makes time out of their own schedule to those um, demands and also um, commitments, you know. And that's the big thing is, you know, with, with bands and I mean, it's hard enough to get two people in a room at the same time, let alone four people or five people and on a weekly basis, or it's just, it's a lot of work, but again, sharing the calendar, blocking off dates and, you know, also saying, you know, Hey, if I'm not able to do this this week, what are we doing to move the needle? So, you know, what's Kate doing? What's Ryan doing? And there's always moving pieces into, um, growth or something along those lines and especially with social media and creating content and making it look cool and be just constantly being in the front of the the eye of your fans and new fans i mean that's a full-time job in itself is just creating you know assets that people want to tap into you know and invest in and get excited about, you know, we're, no one loves your band more than you do, but you know, your, your job at the end of the day is to make everyone love your band more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this, this sounds like a kind of project management and social media stuff. What about the sex, drugs and rock and roll uh, lifestyle? <laughs> you know, um, that, there can be that, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, the longevity of that is pretty short lived. And, you know, if you, this is the, you know, we're in this for the long game. Um, but, uh, you know, for all of us, it's, uh, you know, we don't really party as much as we used to. We're kind of, you know, everyone's got, uh, kids or, um, adulting to do. And, <laughs> you know, when you're out on the road and you're driving and, you're, you're playing the shows. It's strenuous. You know, um, all of us are very health conscious. Every one of us, um, including myself, um, have a pretty strict, uh, exercise routine. You know, um, we're pretty strict diets. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, I'm working out three, four times a week and obviously that helps with endurance during shows and everything and look good, feel good. Right. Yeah. And, um, so when we tour, it's pretty funny because we'll go out with other bands and, you know, yeah, they might want to do the sex, drugs and rock and roll <laughs> and stuff. And they look at us and they're like, so wait, you guys just loaded in and now you're going to the gym? Why? <laughs> because we want to work out or what are you guys going to eat? Are you going to eat? You know, pretty much every venue gives you complimentary pizza, which is great. But, you know, you eat that four or five days in a row. It's like, you know, we're all going to have dad bod and that's not it's not good. Um, I can't be jumping around on stage or bogged down. And, um, so it's, you know, being conscious of our diet and, um, just, it's a different lifestyle than, than it used to be. Um, and you know, so, and it's great too, because with each member, 
we support each other with that. And it's a priority, you know, and you don't feel like, oh, I'm going to stay back and drink all day or <laughs> whatever. And it's like, OK, cool. Um, we're going to go for a walk or go sightsee and stuff. And I mean, I'm not going to lie, like years ago with uh, old bands or um old tours and stuff. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun. Um, but you know, you, it, it only goes so far and then you're, you're really paying for it the next few days, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, talking about other bands, who are you? I mean, your, um, inspiration, I mean, which bands or which artists and maybe the, um, inspiration of the throw the fight. Yeah. Do you have a guys, a few, few artists, a few names? Yeah. So, um, collectively, you know, we all have different influences, but speaking on behalf of all the other guys, you know, we touched on Papa Roach. Papa Roach has been a huge influence to us. Um, you know, early on, you know, they, they came about in the scene, you know, in our early twenties, you know, and they're still, they're still hustling. And it's just a band that you can look up to and, um, just strive to be, you know, um, other bands are like rise against, um, the Deftones, um, you know, newfound glory, some of the pop punk stuff. Mm -hmm. um, obviously we've got the, you know, Metallica's of the world and, uh, kill switch engage and stuff like that. So we all take, what's cool is we all have our different influences and, when we go into the studio to create, you can definitely tell um, the certain songs that have been influenced by a certain member because of what we listen to more of. You know, I listen to a lot of indie stuff and a lot of hip hop and Jeff, our drummer listens to a lot of hip hop. So that's great for, you know, just beats and everything. So um, yeah, as far as influences, Uh, those are definitely some of the artists, you know, for myself, as far as just being a songwriter outside the band or with inside the band, you know, I look up to uh, Dallas Green, who was um, in the band Alexis on Fire, and then he created City in Color, which is more of a uh, acoustic, vibey um, type thing. You know, as I said earlier, I started playing guitar at seven um, thirty-eight. So <laughs> my, my biggest influence actually at early age was, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, songwriters like Bruce Springsteen, uh, John Cougar Mellencamp, ZZ Top, like those old classic, um, artists. And, um, you know, they definitely have had an impact of shaping, you know, your, your craft, you know, and then the grunge scene hit and you take a little bit of piece of that and then the screamo age comes and you take influences and pieces from, from those bands. And, um, you know, pretty soon you put it in a blender and you kind of just have like your own, your own sound or mm -hmm. uh, uh, own style, you know, um, we're, you know, I have, I listen to everything. So, um, I mean, there's days I'm even listening to some of the new country and people are like, you listen to country. I'm like, I'm listening to it based on the songwriting abilities and the hooks and the, the simplicity. And there's just something so special about that and creating and, you know, finding the formula of writing, you know, the best song, whether it's a hard rock song or a slow ballad, you know, it's a science man. And the, the longer you do it, 
you know, hopefully you can perfect it a little bit. And, you know, for me, it's always, oh, everyone loves this song. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm going to write this song. I can do better, you know, and which is just as everything in life, you know, you should just want more, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. And, and how do you do uh, this is just a question that pops in. How do you um, reconcile? Because you, you play music because you enjoy it, you, you love it, you play the songs, you write them. And how do you con- I mean, reconcile this wish with trying to please the, the audience, I mean, the fans? Because in the end, you do it as well for the fans. So how do you um, yeah, reconcile those wishes? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, you, you write music um, or any artist, you're, you're creating it for yourself. Um, but when you have a, some sort of platform or some sort of audience, you know, yeah, you have to think of them to an extent and, um, nobody wants to put out garbage, you know, <laughs> um, although certain people do and they get away with it, but yeah. <laughs> to each their own, good for you. Um, congratulations. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, we, we kind of always, listen back to our songs and you know we feel like if we like we like it and you know obviously send little snippets or um things out to some of your close friends or or family or whatever and if they have a good response that's that's always a good telltale that you're moving in the right direction but yeah i mean it's it's scary too because it's so vulnerable, you know, you're releasing something and you're putting something out there in the world that, um, can now easily be so judged, <laughs> you know, everyone has a voice and everyone has an opinion. Now they can just, you know, slam away on their keyboard and it's, uh, you know, well, yeah, here's my comment. I'm like, didn't really care, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. The, vo- the, vo- the new voice sucks, you know, like, you know, Oh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had, Luckily, we only had a few of those. So, um, but for the most part, you know, you're always going to be criticized, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you want to know that you you put in the hard work and you need to be happy with it. And I feel like if you put it out and you're happy and um, your heart and soul's into it, that can almost be it's attractive, right? So the way you put it out and present it, um, people will latch onto it, you know, in one way or another. And especially with like lyrical content, I always struggle with because it, it might be something that I'm dealing with and it's like, wow, nobody else wants to hear what I'm dealing with. But on the other hand, you never know what you might put out and people latch onto and it, you know, Hey, that helped me get through this or I can relate. And, you know, um, it's a pretty small pond as far as, you know, what, what we're all kind of going through time in and time out of our lives, you know, and what other people are going through and how, how it can impact somebody. And, you know, for me, I just sat on my couch and wrote it in a few minutes and Mm -hmm. put it out in the world. And, uh, you know, the response or connection can be overwhelming at times. So, but yeah, I mean, you always want to just write stuff that you want to write and you want to perform and you can get your heart and soul into it. And, um, but yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have your audience love it as well. You know? Mm -hmm. Okay. I see. 
I wanted to ask you as well, like, for example, if somebody just wants to start a band or he plays guitar, I mean, what would you say to them? Like, I mean, you just already answered about the writing part, but what about practicing or trying to find gigs or, uh, or not be discouraged? What, what would you say? You just got to do it. No. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just do it. Um, there's a lot of, uh, fear when it comes to being an artist, you know, um, we kind of all just have that. Am I good enough? Or is this good enough? And you can really get in your head, but a lot of it too, is just, you know, to start out, to start out now, um, is completely different than when we started out, you know, luckily, you know, you can go to school and you can find, the kids that play drums or that are in band and, you know, just getting the, the guts to go up and talk to them and say, Hey, I play guitar. I see you play drums. Like, can we get together? What are your influences? Um, and, and the other thing too is just getting out in your local scene. Um, whether you're in a band or been in bands, just going out and seeing performers and, the the local bands that are around and um meeting these people one-on-one -on -one, networking that way i know it's so easy with social media to just mm -hmm. click and like some people and whatever but getting out and seeing these people play and abilities and uh you know so i mean years ago um chris who's our guitarist he was in another band and when i saw him play i was like i want that dude in my band mm -hmm. i out how to get him in my band and you know it's it's like sports man uh let's make a trade <laughs> you know <laughs> you know you need a quarterback well i'll give you this but um yeah it's just putting yourself in those environments you know and just going to shows going to concerts um networking and you know perfecting your craft you know making sure that you are spending time playing that instrument or singing, um, you know, all that t stuff takes work. And the, the more you practice at it, the, the better it's going to be. And it builds your confidence as far as when it does come that time where you have a rehearsal or a show and, um, you know, it's that whole 10,000 hours type deal, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's just doing it and it, it's easy to now where, um, You, you can just sit at home and um, record stuff on your laptop, hear it back. You can, you, there's all these different plugins now and it's endless now. I mean, back in the day, I, I didn't have that. And some of us are still trying to adapt to the, the technology aspect of what you can do now. Um, so, I mean, nowadays it's like, you don't even need to go out and find a band. If you, can play guitar and sing you can sit in your room all day and put out music <laughs> yeah you maybe connect on twitter or instagram and then people just like i don't know what but uh, yeah it's crazy huh? yeah yeah it's beautiful mm -hmm. you know no it's great and um it, it sounds i mean although those things that you describe like networking etc actually i think it's great advice uh first and foremost yeah. But as well, it sounds a bit like uh, it sounds like a business, really. Like it sounds like, like for example, for me, I'm blogging now. I'm doing the podcast. I'm a bit new mm -hmm. to this as well. But you know, I went to this conference in the U.S. actually, so I'm trying to network. I'm connecting people on Twitter and get them on the show or not. 
but yeah. I, you know, it, it's all habits and then I'm putting out content, I'm on social media. So it's a bit, it's like the same <laughs> and it's like yeah. the sports guy, he needs to practice. He needs to, to network, to go to the schools. I don't know what, but you know, he, it's all, um, it's very similar. Yeah. Yeah. All of it's, uh, you know, brand driven and mm -hmm. figuring out different ways of marketing to whatever demographic and audience that you're trying to capture, you know? Um, and with podcasts, it's a huge outlet and you can bring on, you can have a, a certain subject matter, but, uh, you take away, I listen to a ton of podcasts, so you take away something every time it's like a book, you know, or, mm -hmm. you know, obviously not certain television, but documents or documentaries and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, it's just figuring out what works for you and but it's definitely time consuming and and also trying to stand out above other people that are doing you know similar things you know um and the big thing is what product you have you know whether it's uh, a podcast and or any sort of business or music or you're a painter and putting out quality stuff you know mm -hmm. um Less is more sometimes. I feel uh, certain times it's you're, you're throwing everything out at the, uh, at the world and um, there's almost too much and people get hit with so much on a daily basis that, you know, reeling it back and kind of just, you know, finding, uh, fine tuning like one or two things and really just striving at that and trying to perfect that um, and then slowly pick off the rest, you know, as far as um, Twitter and however you, you, you market yourself, you know, and then you quickly find out what, what works and what doesn't work. And obviously a lot of it too, is like what excites you, you know, um, I love Instagram. I find results with Instagram and some people don't, and they like Twitter or, um, and, but nowadays you almost have to be on every platform just because audiences go towards, different things there's so many options you know yes and you have to be everywhere <laughs> so it's yeah. uh, it's yeah. a it's a tough racket yeah yeah it's wild and uh kate so you, you just started as well your um your your new solo project can you tell us a little bit about that as well yeah so my solo project is kate cats um it's solely me um i do work with a, a producer who's actually a former band member of mine an old uh, hardcore screamo band when we were through that phase you know um and he's you know he got into the producing side and engineering and we were a great team and the the solo project has been a long time um in the works and uh i you know kind of went through some stuff in my life where i was just like you know what I'm going to devote all my time towards writing and recording these songs and finding a time to release them. So my plan was, it, it happened around, probably around this time, a year ago, I entered the studio and I wanted to record, write and re I'm, most of the songs have been written, but record them. Um, and so then they were already done, like the music is done. I don't have to worry about that because there's so much behind this behind this stuff with this industry. So it took me a year to finally record these. And, and uh, yeah, so I released my first song 
uh, November 15th titled running scared. And it's been, it's been phenomenal. You know, um, obviously I don't have the, the guys, you're just so vulnerable. It's just you. And, uh, a lot of the lyrical content is very first person. Um, but it's something that everyone goes through or deals with. So I feel the lyrical content, um, can be very like people can just relate to it. Um, and it's more chill, um, moody. Some of it's solo acoustic. Some of it just has some mild production with new elements. And I'm, I'm extremely excited and stoked for it. I was actually planning on releasing the first single, uh, in the summer, but then the transition with me taking over for the fight, I had to change everything and go finish a record and fly out to the East coast and write it and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, the, the Cade cats project got pushed, but now it's kind of, I'm able to, you know, release, throw the fight stuff. And then every few weeks, my goal is to drop some solo stuff and just capitalize on, you know, both audiences and, um, also grow. I'm, building my own brand from from the ground up you know so it's different photo shoots it's different looks it's different um ideas as far as content and assets that i want to put out uh, but it's super exciting and i can control it all you know i don't have to wait on anyone else's schedule it's just it's me and um it's a big learning curve and it's exciting just to to see where it goes really and i have you know, pretty big goals as far as what I want to achieve next year. And, um, which is exciting. You know, you always have to have some sort of goal that you're striving towards or working towards. And, um, yeah, it's been great. I mean, the response of me releasing some of my solo stuff is overwhelming and I've heard from people and have gotten message from people that it, it's really touched them. And that's, that's amazing. I mean, that, that's the, you know, the reason why you play music, you know, is to connect. So, um, I have a new single that I will be dropping, uh, January 10th mm -hmm. that I'm extremely excited for. And then possibly another single before I'll drop like an entire project, which will probably just consist of like six or eight songs. And now I'm at the point where I'm going into the rehearsal space and trying to figure out how I can perform some of these live because some of them do have some heavier production elements and synth stuff like that so i don't know if i'm gonna you know have have friends and uh, get band members and stuff like that or if i can kind of do some of it on my own and maybe some of the songs might come across live not so much as how it is on the on the you know songs i've released but it's cool um yeah, like I said, it's been a long time coming and I'm glad I've waited as long as I'm the most impatient person in the world. So just <laughs> a girlfriend. It all sounds exciting and uh, 2020 is going to be hyper busy. So you have your job. Yeah. Throw the fight and then the Kate Katz project. I mean, your own solo project. Is it possible to manage all three or will you drop one or how how do I need to see that? Or is, is it the goal to... To maybe uh, leave your job at some point, or maybe we don't say that on the on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, please tune out. No, um, 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the, you know, your your dream is to pursue your dream, and if you can make money at it and live the life, you know, um, live your dream. Um, for all of us, yeah, we would love to to quit our jobs and um, take music a hundred percent, and you know, but you know, obviously, and and there's kind of a nice thing too with having our jobs is there's that foundation. We all love what we do. Mm -hmm. And then we get the bonus where we're independent artists and we're, we have success and we make money from that and we don't have to be gone all the time or there's, there's definitely some perks, but you know, for, for next year we do want to tour. We're looking at, um, some tours overseas and some festivals and pitching, some tours with some bigger acts and you know if we can land those you know once you kind of get in that circle and you can you can do whatever so um but yeah i mean ultimately uh you know if we can eventually make enough money to to be on the road and put out music we would we'd all quit our jobs in a second Mm -hmm. Uh, but for me you know at this point i don't i don't foresee you know, throw the fight's going to be a priority. My solo project, like I said, the nice thing is it's, it's all me. So I can choose what I want to do with it. But I'm now that now that the gates are open, you know, I'm going to try to put out as much music as possible and play some shows or some mini tours, you know, just, um, getting it out there, you know, and, um, I, I'm not, um, Years ago, I used to just be so stressed with, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that, and we got to tour, and um, th- it's it's kind of nice. We were just more laid back with things, and things just organically happen. And sometimes when you force things, it, it's almost too much. But you obviously still need to drive. But on the other hand, um, as long as you're putting out good stuff and working towards these little goals. Um, you're going to have success, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that's, you know, we're just slowly growing, you know, I'm hoping to grow my um, solo project fan base and followers and the more people that share it, it, it's exciting and um, the better, you know, and it motivates you more to wake up the next day and go, Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I I now have 200 followers. I want to write a new song. And, keep going, you know, it just validates you and like, you're like, you're doing something right, you know? So, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a wild schedule. And, um, you know, years ago I was in two bands. I just joined throw the fight and I was a lead singer for a different band and throw the fight schedule was just so damn busy that I had to part ways with them. Um, but you know, that that's kind of how it works, you know? Yes. And, um, so, Kate, will, will we ever see you touring in Europe? Yeah, um, we're actually, uh, nothing's confirmed, but we did get something from, uh, we got uh, a UK uh, agency reached out to us, I think a few weeks ago, and they were like, hey, we want to represent you over there. And <laughs> just in the industry, you're just like, cool, sounds great, do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that yeah. sounds great. I love your, I love your idea. Make it happen. You know, it's all, um, and, you know, endless promises and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, is we got a, an email 
last week and they're like, Hey, this is a, you know, potential routing for overseas and all the dates, all the, all the cities and places we would hit. And, um, you know, they're like, what do you think? We're like, yeah, it sounds great. But, you know, we have to find, you know, other bands to go out with that can draw there. We've never been over there. And the funny thing is with throw the fight, our audience is bigger overseas than it is in the States. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. So what, you know, the beauty of Spotify is you can hone in and see where you're at and streamed most, um, geographically and Germany is number one, I think, um, a ton in, um, Australia, you know, and you know, the UK and everything. So that's, we don't even hit the States on the charts till like five or six or something, um, which is crazy. So, with this with this agency you know they're they're saying wow you know in these these areas and regions um you have spotify numbers and you know there would be people hopefully that that show up so um you know our goal and all all of us a bucket list thing is to to tour the world and play music like what what a better thing than just tour the world with your friends and play music <laughs> music man i mean that's the that's the best thing ever so um we're definitely really really pushing for 2020 to go to the uk and we had a few offers a few years ago and things fell out or um it didn't work financially and it was devastating and heartbreaking because we we were so damn close and um it didn't happen so mm-hmm. for this to kind of like I said, we've kind of eased back and we're kind of like, hey, let's see where things go. And people need to uh, make things happen for us. But, you know, with, with our streaming numbers and stuff like that, we do really well. And now agencies and managers and stuff really look at that stuff and can see that numbers speak, you know. And so, yeah, man, um, 2020 UK, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Well, I'll I'll definitely be there if uh, if it happens. So I'll be on the lookout. You get on that guest list. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> okay, cool. And Kate, uh, just uh, maybe a, a last um, question about the bands. In the end, with the actually both throw the throw the fight and Kate Katz. Yeah. What what is the message in the end? Do you have a message that you want to bring to the world with those bands or? Uh... Um message with throw the fight i mean we don't really have like certain subject matters that we're you know um write about or you know we're not like a political band or uh, anything like that you know a lot of it is just honesty and writing about things that might be going on in the world but then things that might be going on with you know your circle or friends or Mm -hmm. yourself and again just um how can people relate to that and take something away from it and you know that's a big thing and and rock out you know like we try to strive to have each song driving the entire time and where you can just bob your head and have this uh you know emotional journey uh through each song and um so that's i mean just having a good time and just people able to want to listen and get something 
take away something, you know, um, just connecting, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah. Connecting. Yeah. Okay, excellent. And the same with Kate Katz. And with Kate Katz, I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for writing sad love songs, man. So <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's going to be a lot of it, you know, um, and, and just love songs. And so, you know, being able to get through, help people get through certain times or not feeling alone and, mm-hmm. um, having a, always having kind of a, a positive outlook at the end uh, of each song or mood. And, um, yeah, just having people tap in and, and listen and again, connect on that level. And, um, yeah. And I mean, we'll see kind of where it goes, you know, as the sky's the limit with that project, I'm not put into a, a box or anything, but it is nice to have something different than, you know, going in and writing rock music and stuff, which I love, but you know, this stuff is solely me and, um, I don't have to pretend to do anything or have other people's opinions. It's, uh, it's really nice. So, um, but again, it's super vulnerable and I'm putting out stuff that might be too honest for people or, um, but you know, they can be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay, excellent. So, Kate, thank you so much for uh, for your time and uh, telling us a little bit about uh, your project, the band, how it works in the background, how it works actually as a business. That was quite interesting for me. Besides my weird uh, passion for personal finance, actually, my actual uh, normal uh, passion is actually playing guitar myself and uh, rock. Yeah, I've seen your videos, man. You can you can slay for sure. <laughs> so yeah so, so it was interesting to to uh, to speak to you and usually and uh, what we do um here when we end the show is we have three quick fire questions that i ask yeah. all my guests and of course usually it's more personal finance and lifestyle but i'll ask them anyway let's see what your answers are yeah so um the first one is what has been your best investment so far yeah best investment um I would say just in myself, as far as, um, you know, I touched on exercising, um, working out and, you know, I, I push to do that, you know, a few times a week, just because the, the benefits as far as your mind and your body and, you know, without having a healthy body and mind, um, you can't do anything. Correct. So, Mm -hmm. um, that, that's my biggest man is, um, and diet and just, um, taking care of myself and, um, because then I can take care of the ones around me and, and continue doing what I'm doing. And so, yeah, biggest investment is, is myself. I mean, I think it sounds selfish, but I feel most people that should be your priority is, is you. And then, the things around you are only going to get better because of the time and energy you spend on yourself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. And, um, no, no, it's like, I mean, you know, I even made a t-shirt for myself, health before wealth, because, okay, I talk about finances on my blog usually, and I talk about lifestyle, etc. But if you don't have health, you have nothing. Right. Right. And, and you can make millions, uh, let's say with your rock band, but you can have a thousands of fans. But if you are in your bed, you cannot even enjoy anything. You cannot even play the bass or sing. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, 
um, yeah, it, the older, the, the older I get, I understand that and, and make that a priority Mm -hmm. where years ago with, yeah, the sex, drugs and rock and roll, I wasn't thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Uh, (laughs) And, um, the second question, um, well, we did, we talked of course about music. I don't know if you're a big reader. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge reader. You're a huge reader. Awesome. Yeah. Because my second question is, what is uh, the favorite book you would recommend to anyone? So, yeah, my I've been reading a ton. Um, I, I, I read a lot of either biographies with musicians, artists, um, or I do a lot of, uh, I read a lot of mindset and mindfulness and pro just health and wellness stuff. Um, but the biggest book, um, in the last year is, um, on the day, uh, by Aubrey Marcus and he has a podcast. Um, it's phenomenal. And basically it's just a lifestyle. And with the, this book, um, you know, it it talks about like your routine, you know, getting up on the day and, you know, making a, a morning cocktail with water, lemon, some Himalayan salt, getting some sunlight right away and just going throughout the rest of the day based on, you know, stretching and movement and, um, what you, what you put into your body and, um, also still how to enjoy life. And it's just fascinating, man. It's, it, it really came into my life at a very important time um, where my life got kind of shook and it kind of just built a foundation as far as a daily routine um, to, to build myself up and um, be healthy and Mm -hmm. mentally and physically and all those things, you know, they, they definitely work, man. And, Um, yeah, I definitely check would check it out, and his his podcast for sure is is phenomenal. So, yeah, it's great. Okay, own the day, own it's own the day, own the day, and own your life. That's it by Aubrey Marcus. Okay, fantastic. I'll make sure to to check it out. And then, um, last question: What is the best purchase you've made for under a hundred dollars? Yeah, uh, a journal. A journal? Yep. Hands down. I've, I've journaled for years and the, the longer I've been doing it and, uh, pretty much every year or every two years I'll fill one up and, um, it just holds you accountable, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. And, you know, you can put whatever's in your head on paper. There's a therapeutic release with it. Um, you know, and, and I write about all sorts of stuff, whether it's, you know, the day in life of me or uh, goals, ambitions, um, experiences and crazy, crazy ideas, crazy events, uh, crazy goals. And, you know, I feel like when when you put things out and write them down, they can kind of come to life, you know, um, so and I've noticed that just over the last few months with certain things I've been writing down or want to manifest or whatever. And when I put them out, um, like I said, it just holds me accountable. And, um, 
I think it's huge. It's, and I've actually turned on quite a few of my friends onto it as well. And, um, they're seeing the, the benefits of it. And so, yeah, a journal hundred percent. Okay. And you do that every day or something or, uh, yeah, I usually every day or every other day, you know, I def definitely try to make, uh, time to, um, to do it. And like I said, I've been doing it for years that, uh, it's kind of weird if I get these urges that I'll just grab it and I just start writing stuff and I don't even know where it comes from, but a lot of it's just like, you know, a lot of it's gratitude and be grateful for this or enjoy this and reminding myself to, um, enjoy life versus just like letting it pass by. And, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, usually, usually daily, um, if not a few times a week and, um, the times where I don't do it, it's almost like exercise for me. I feel guilty and like, damn it, get in the gym or journal and get this stuff out, you know, get this, it's just healthy, you know, get this stuff out of your head. And, um, so yeah, very, very often, you know, and I find huge benefits from it. Okay. Excellent. So Kate, thanks so much for your time. And, uh, I think it will give, uh, another perspective, uh, to, to listeners about rock bands, how they work today <laughs> uh, as well. But I mean, you know, it, it's really great because uh, I, I didn't know personally that side of you. Yeah. So that makes it even more interesting because it's really a bit in line with what I, uh, what I usually talk about in the, on the, on the podcast. So, so it's, it's great. That's very cool. And then, okay, we like the same type of music. Maybe it's not for every <laughs> listener, but still it's kind of fun. And I'll link it all up in the show notes. Thank you. Uh, link, uh, a link to Spotify because that's easy. And, uh, how can the, besides Spotify, how can the listeners find you? Um, so I'm on all the, pretty much all the social media platforms, uh, Cade, K-A-D-E underscore K-A-T-Z. Um, and that's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and I have all the links to either um, my myself, my solo stuff is all Cade Cats. Um, but I also have links to Throw the Fight. And Throw the Fight is on everything. Um, yeah. yeah. It's on the Apple. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, SoundCloud, yep. everything. Yeah. Yep, yep. Same with my, my solo stuff as well. Um, like we said earlier in the podcast is you have to be on everything, you know, um, <laughs> people, people consume, uh, these things on so many different platforms, you know, you can release something and, you know, you get a DM that's like, you're not on YouTube. It's like, well, better get on YouTube. Why aren't you on this? Mm -hmm. okay, um, I'll work on it, you know, and, uh, you find out pretty quick what, <laughs> I mean, it's lovely because people are searching for you, mm -hmm. but not on that platform. They'll, they're not scared to tell you. So, um, you have to be on everything. So yeah, throw the fight.com. We have all of our links there. I don't have a website yet for Cade cats, but you can go to my, you don't have a website. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Very, very soon. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. And, um, no, that's excellent. And, uh, yeah, I, maybe you'll get even more, uh, listeners from overseas now. I would love it. Yes. <laughs> and if, you know, if so, please DM me. I'd, I'd love to hear from everyone. And, uh, I write everyone. So I like connecting. So, um, and when we do come overseas, we can hang out. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Okay, Kate, thank you, and I'll speak to you next time. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed to reconnect with my buddy Kate here and uh, diving into the topics of music, his bands, how he view his bands as a business. That was really interesting to me. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you learned something from it as well. And here are the few key takeaways uh, I want to share with you before we close the show. If there was one key takeaway from this whole episode, that is, to me, um, be serious about your passion and treat it like a business. And in today's world, that means social media management, project management, planning rigorously, be smart about the way you run your business, etc. Kate and his fellow band members have been at it for years, and they're grinding like no one else on their projects, up to the point where, from the outside, they really look like a full-time regular band. And to me, that's very impressive, so congrats again, guys. The second key takeaway is to network in person as well in this digital age. I mean, it's easy to sit behind a computer or your phone and connect with people online and uh, make connections, but don't underestimate the power of meeting people in person, like uh, attend exhibitions, go to concerts if you're in a rock band as well, go to meetups or anything connected to your uh, passion or hobby. And call me old school, but networking in person is still my preferred way of networking, actually. One thing I really liked about Kate's story on how he entered the band uh, Throw the Fight is that you will not always get exactly what you want at first. But by still getting your foot in the door, who knows where things might take you. Kate first entered the band as a bass player, although he would have preferred to be the guitar player. And as the band evolved, he became the frontman. I mean, next time an opportunity presents itself, well, think twice. The next point is more of a reflection. And uh, yeah, I made a joke in the episode about the sex, drugs and rock and roll lifestyle. And you know, and when you think about it, is this era over? Are we entering the sleep, diet and exercise and still rock era? Well, <laughs> I found that part actually refreshing and I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, and it offers a more uh, healthy long-term view on the longevity of the band so that they can keep on rocking for many, ma many more years. <laughs> and last but not least... I met Kate a bit randomly uh, during a holiday on the other side of the world. So what can I say? Keep an open mind when traveling and who knows who you'll meet next time. So that was it for today. Thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. Make sure you subscribe in Apple Podcast. And of course, please do not hesitate to contact me. If you have any questions or feedback, send me an email, john at johnnytalks.com or connect through social media at johnnytalks on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And amigos, once more, thanks so much for listening, and I'll speak to you next time.